Friday night uh, during the ministry time, during the worship time, Greg had a word that the Lord brought forth through him. So I just want to give him a few minutes just to, to share that with the body because I believe it was for the body, not just those who were there Friday night, but for our body. Well, praise the Lord for the anointing. Hallelujah. You know, the anointing is what breaks the yoke. It moves the burden. Matter of fact, the prophet of old said that the anointing would literally give you a swelling of your neck so the yoke wouldn't be placed upon it. Couldn't be. If your neck is too thick, you can't get a collar on it. That's what the Old Testament talks about. It talks about the anointing being the fatness of your neck. Praise God. And that's what we are after. Hallelujah. We're after functioning by the unction. Amen. Praise the Lord. I just want to share real quickly Thursday night when we were, uh, I was actually praying before our young adults uh, ministry time. And I felt like the Lord Jesus gave me a word. And it was Jesus by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it just hit me and I about lost myself for a little bit. If you'll turn over to John chapter 21, and I do feel, as CJ said, Pastor CJ said, this is absolutely a word for the body. It's not just a word for me. This is a word. When I got it, it was very clear to me that I was supposed to give it not to the young adults on Thursday night, but to the body of believers on the worship night, Friday night, and then we'll just go ahead and translate that to the greater masses today. Hallelujah. And if you look there, I don't want to read down through all this first, but I just want you to see, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, which I think is particularly good in this. We are in John chapter 21. We'll start out in verse 1 there. And I'm just going to paint the picture right quick. What we see here is we see Jesus in a time post the cross, post the resurrection, Having left his disciples after he had visited with them a couple times, and here would be one of his last times. And we see, I want you to envision the disciples, a group of them in this perspective, or in this context. Can you imagine what was probably going through their minds at this time? Here the master was, three years that they had spent with him witnessing glorious miracles seeing many things wrought by his hands and wrought by their hands as, guess what, the anointing was given to them to do so and the authority. And then they see who they probably in their own minds struggled with to understand that this was not the time for his natural kingdom to be wrought, but yet I think in the soul they had struggles with that. They wanted to see, because of the power and the manifestation of their master, him establish his authority, his earthly kingdom now. It was not time for that. And so we can see now, I can imagine a little bewilderment, a little, you know, just wondering, Jesus, three years we were with you. And, and you know, we heard some of the things you said. We've read in the prophets and you tried to tell us and we didn't completely take it for real when you said to destroy this temple in three days I'll build it back again. That we were talking about, you were talking about your own temple. And so you can imagine what the disciples were going through. And here they were back to the place that they knew best. Do you know where Jesus first called them? You know, here we've got uh, James and John and Peter and Andrew. 
and Nathaniel and Thomas, they're all gathered here by the seashore. And a good chunk of which of these folks were called from the seashore. Fishermen, blue-collar folk, rednecks. It's like what I like to refer to them as. Good old blue-collar folk. And here they are in a place wandering, I'm sure. And what does Peter say? I'm going fishing. And in fact, I think what he's probably said was, boys, I'm not going to sit around. I'm going fishing. I'm going back to do what I know to do. Can you all see that? I love the way the New Living brings it out. I'm going fishing. And I want you to see what the what his disciples said, or what the uh, uh, fellow disciples said. Hey, we'll come too. <laughs> so they all went out in the boat. But nothing was caught all night long. Does that sound familiar? Had they witnessed this before? You know, as fishermen, or let me just say this. As people trying to walk the walk, the steps that have been ordered of you, for you, trying to do your best to live the kingdom life, if you will. You know, live for Christ. Walk out the things that He's taught us and that He's told us to do. And in fact, I'm going to take it beyond that. How about the very words that have been spoken specifically to you about your situation? About what God has, by the Holy Spirit, through utterance given to people, maybe, even in your family or in your church family or your, your fathers or grandfathers or grandmothers or whomever, wonderful words about what God was going to do in your life. Does anyone have that this morning? Has God ever spoken a word to you personally about what was going to take place in your life? About that He would do such and such and that you would find yourself in this place and be doing these things? Well, let me tell you this morning under the entrance of the Holy Ghost this morning, if you have never had that word, then you have not cracked this book. Because this book talks about anointing us with the same anointing that Jesus had. Well, is that true or not? This book talks about us doing wonders and signs by His hand when the Holy Ghost was given to us. So if you haven't been given specific words, I'm telling you that they're here. You just need to open the book and read them. To you. make Go out and make disciples. Lay hands on people and cast out devils. Anoint them with the anointing that the Holy Ghost brings up within you to set them free, to move the burdens, to break the yokes. Amen? But how many of us have walked these steps out and so little for at least the seeming recent history we've seen this rot in our life? Huh? I mean, how many of you all have wondered about those specific words you've received from the Lord? How? Where is it, God? I can think about Abraham. We talked about him several weeks ago. How many years was it? Years and years. Are you willing to remain in a position of faith and expectancy if your Lord God tells you something? The Bible says that the word don't return void. It goes and encompasses that for which he sent it. Here we have the disciples in a similar situation. They're in a place now that they're even wondering, what in the world are we going to do now? 
Can you imagine? And yet I want you to see at dawn. Everybody say at dawn. Do you know that the light will always come? Is what the word says. The light will always come. It can't stay dark forever. Why? Because the light has dominion over the darkness. And I'm talking about from a spiritual perspective in your own life, the word, the light of God that's inside of you, the seed of the, of the light of God that's in you is yet to dawn. I'm telling some of you by the utterance of the Holy Spirit. And I want you to see a little light dawning here. Because it says, at dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach. But you know, the disciples couldn't really see who he was. They could make a form that a man was up on the beach. They didn't know it was Jesus. And I want you to see what Jesus says to them. Fellas, have you caught any fish? I want you to hear this morning Jesus saying to you, Fellas, ladies, whoever you are, sitting where you're at right now, have you seen the manifestation of the promise? Are you doing what I've told you to do and seeing the result thereof? Are you just going through the motions of action or procedure? They went through the motions all night long and resulted in nothing. Have you ever been there? Are you there right now? I want you to see what Jesus says. He says, fellas, have you caught any fish? I'm going to tell you that the Lord just gut punched me on Thursday night and said, I'm about to give the word to this body that when you step out in obedience will result in the harvest. It'll result in the thing and the manifestation of God's promise that you have been staying faithful to although in bewilderment from time to time, wondering when it's going to come because you haven't received the anointed word for you to to then respond to yet because maybe it's not the right season. It's not the right time. I don't know what the reason for it. And then he said, no, they replied. When he said, fellas, have you caught any fish? No, they replied. Then he said, and I want you to hear this this morning, well then throw out your net on the right hand side. I'm going to tell you this morning, it's not the process, it's the word. It's the, it's the posture of your heart. And I want you to see what they did. Throw out your net on the right side. You know there's a right way to do things. And a wrong, a lots of wrong ones. There's only one right way and the rest of it's wrong. And we see Jesus said, fellas, throw it out on the right-hand side of the boat and you'll get some. I like what it says there. So they did, it says, and then they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish. And in fact, we see that people had to come and help the boat. And then whenever Peter realized, someone said, hey, it's the master. Peter literally stripped himself about down naked and jumped off the boat to run to the one who gave the word. Just like he did when he stepped out of that boat in the middle of the storm to walk on the water when the word was given. 
just like he did whenever he first went through an iteration of this exact same thing when Jesus called him to the ministry and said, I'm going to make you fishers of men. So I just want to share and leave with you this morning, please engage the word of the Spirit of God to this body this morning that Jesus is about to give the word. And in fact, CJ, I believe we've already engaged uh, several parts of it. I believe we've already engaged several parts of it. How many of these worship services have we had? You know, we've had multiple iterations of them. But I believe this time the Lord has given the word. So we'll go through it again. See, the, the difference is, is we've got to get the right now word, uh, the utterance of the master that you respond to. And I just praise God that right, I just declare that right now is the, uh, the season of the right now utterance of Jesus in your life. Will you receive? Will you open up your hearts this morning? Will you one more time engage by faith the master's voice when he says, fellas, throw it out on the right-hand side of the boat? I'm declaring that I'm going to do that. Even though I've done it a hundred times and I haven't seen the fullness of what I know I should be expecting, what I'm really expecting. Amen? Fellas, have you caught any fish? I just believe this morning that you all will engage by faith and we, and CJ, I just believe, brother, I believe this, that the Lord, our master, is about to release the word that when we do, when we respond this time in what we think is just the same iteration, it will result in the harvest. Whatever it is, let's put an insert blank there. I'm not going to limit it. Whatever it is that God has of increase for us. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah.